0: Hello, the internet, and welcome to season 125, episode 4 of Your Daily Zeitgeist! Yeah. A production of iHeartRadio. Say it with your chest. This is a podcast where we take a deep dive into America's shared consciousness and say officially off the top, fuck the Coke brothers!
1: Wow
2: and fuck Fox News. Fuck that. Yeah, really while we're at I it. I want
0: my whole neighborhood to hear me say it. Damn it. <laughs> That's right, I said it That O'Brien's back up to it again Oh oh boy (laughs) It's Thursday, March 19th, 2020 My name's Jack O'Brien, a.k.a. uh, COVID-19 Oh, I swear what Jack means, daily zeitgeist You mean everything That's it uh, courtesy of at C-Mac live. And I'm thrilled to be joined as always by my
1: co-host, Mr. Miles Gray. I said no Corona. Wash your hands up. Break some weed off and twist another brunt Just like a helicopter. No Corona. Wash your hands up. This one's for you. Uh-huh. This one's for who? Us, us, us. Us, us. Thank you to at BSOAR, be B be underscore sore for that PD Pablo uh, inspired, a.k.a. that combined. Coronavirus, my love of blunts, uh, and helicopters. Great. Yeah.
0: yeah. And we're thrilled to be joined by our other co host. Uh, She is the hilarious and talented Lil Zam, Jamie Loftus!
3: Now this looks like COVID-13 to everybody on Daily <laughs> Z with Jamie <laughs> Jack and Miles G. It feels so empty. Quarantine. Now it seems like we honestly can't leave except for groceries. So we need a little Zam and Bernie uh, here in the COVID quarantine.
2: <laughs> wow.
3: Ooh, feeling good. That was from uh, Taylor uh, Jonathan Blazer Lang and Listen to Blazer. Uh, you gotta moment.
0: listen to Blazer. I've always that said one, that.
3: that. That one made me really happy. i i I feel like I'm paying tribute to uh, every every man in Boston I've ever seen really really come alive at Eminem karaoke. Oh
1: yeah. Oh, is that a big <laughs> thing? Is Eminem karaoke big in the in New England?
3: I I feel like it's just like uh, yeah, like in Boston, like white guys in polos really just like they yeah. they all pop up when that's their uh,
1: Jay Z. It
3: is.
0: Hey, is it COVID nineteen? And I was saying it wrong.
3: Is it COVID or COVID?
1: I think we're past the point of uh, sparing ourselves Anyone giving the embarass- a shit? <laughs> embarrassment of mispronouncing it. Well, yeah. it would be
3: so rude if they if COVID-19 had to Jack, correct Jack, what
1: will you do at your next virtual dinner party when you make that faux pas? <laughs> <laughs>
2: oh, <laughs> Excuse boy.
1: me, Jack, did you say COVID?
0: That Do you- does sound like all the people I <laughs> hang out with. <laughs> oh, no. Jack said, oh. <laughs> I, hey, I mean, sat thing- on my
1: balls. <laughs> this may be... This, is, this whole uh, new way of life may create give us new friends, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Hopefully ones that sound like that for me. How's everybody doing? How are you guys hanging in
1: there? Good. Good. It okay, it. Good-ish. Yeah. I mean, I think... It would be, I think it would be utterly disingenuous for me to say, I'm doing fantastic. Mm, um, I'm, yeah. I'm optimistic in terms of trying to maintain my own well-being, well-being and that of everyone around me, um, but I think it would, it's, it's hard because everything is in flux, nothing is certain at the moment in so many ways for so many people, and that uh, makes me uneasy and sad but yeah. i'm i'm hoping that between our ability as human beings to take care of each other and possibly the federal government response that this can be somewhat less painful but i know you know I, i'm having to be honest with myself and thinking like we're definitely just starting this process it's only the 3rd day for what feels like for us doing something completely new and different out of our you know typical schedules and daily lives um, same time, yeah.
0: I think we're nailing it so far, guys, so oh, okay, good, yeah, you gotta have that out.
1: optimism too
3: I mean, yeah yeah, and yeah. I've
0: loved hanging out with you guys uh, in the mornings it's been this fun. has
3: really been yeah, this has been the best part of my day every day it's it's nice, it's well, nice. yeah we should
1: we should do more hangouts at night. We should. I'm telling you <laughs> what, I, have a, I, have a, I have a I have have a standing night hang appointments with old groups like friends that have become sort of just separated and it's just so funny just talking shit with everybody through video and being mean to each other and like we used to when we worked at uh, a laser tag place.
3: My Oh my Anybody, god that's great.
0: <laughs> have you told the laser tag story about a famous celebrity? who watched you clean up at a birthday party?
1: Miles? Uh, is it time to... Are we not?
0: Yeah. Oh, is it time well, to break that
3: out? Is that, that, that week two shit? I mean... That might, that might, is, <laughs> that might is, be some week two is shit. That, is that a week two <laughs> anecdote? <laughs> yeah. yeah uh, no,
1: yeah. I mean, no,
3: it wasn't...
0: When we get real nihilistic. When, when we get there,
1: when we get there, I, I'll, I can reveal uh, weird rap moguls who made me feel uncomfortable when I was yeah. a teenage wage oh, worker. That is...
0: One of Miles has an just bottomless treasure trove of great stories, and this might be one of my favorites. Uh, so people hold I on. I feel to your like butts. I
1: may have, I feel like I've said it before, or it may just be it's a thing. It's so I'm weird. About. Anyway, whatever. <laughs> you know, we got to give people something to live for. <laughs> so.
0: it, exactly. Um, we'll we're going to talk about record. a lot of stuff today. We're going to talk about, uh, What pop culture doesn't make sense anymore or at least one song that Uh I realized doesn't really, it seems weird to me now for some reason we're going to talk about that. Oprah, QAnon collab, conspiracy (laughs) theory, QAnon got Oprah trending, Mm -hmm. Uh, shout out to them. She Uh, had to
3: wake up, she had to wake up, poor Oprah, she had to wake up to be like, I'm not a sex trafficker, good night. I was not arrested
1: in Florida.
3: Meanwhile, yeah. RuPaul's fracking.
0: RuPaul frack. fracking. I'm not yeah. over it. <laughs> yeah, it's uh it's troubling for sure. Um we got the T D Z work situation Reddit thread going. Um, so we'll we'll check in with some of the folks there, but a lot of uh good upsetting insights going on there. Uh Amazon will check in with what they're up to because as we mentioned before, they are planning to hire a bunch of new people up there per hour rate, possibly by $2. Uh, but then there's also, you know, some reports from inside their distribution centers that uh, it's not, not as great as we all thought. Uh, Cause we all have nothing but positive feelings for Amazon and Jeff Bezos. He's a hero. Uh, <laughs> we're going to talk about the president. We're going to talk about uh, racism We're going to talk about those $2,000 checks. We're going to talk about uh, whether he's good or bad at being a germ-phobe. But really, what we want to focus on is the fact that celebrity boredom is creating great content for us. Uh, So we'll we'll chat about that. Uh, But first, Jamie, Miles... Uh, what what's something from our search history that we want to talk about?
2: Oh, oh
1: God! What was the last oh. thing I searched? I have Fine.
0: a I have the fact that I I fact checked the B I D E thing and it did auto complete to T over N for me. So
2: oh
3: oh
1: bidet over <laughs> Biden.
0: Bidet over Biden and bidet over is, Biden. Yeah, and that's after a lot a lot of uh political. Googling uh, the and very little poop based googling uh, really? <laughs> that you know of that I'll New admit to. Uh, okay. yeah, yeah yeah, we so. do have
3: poop updates. I googled um, is is well well the I had to go with the autocomplete which was even more discouraging. The autocomplete was is twenty five too late to become a professional ballerina. Uh-huh. <laughs>
1: what was the answer yes probably huh
3: no the answer is uh, well yeah the answer is it's way too late and I'm 27 <laughs> and I'm 27 and that didn't even pop up in the suggestions so they're like you're dead <laughs> at that point
1: Hey, Ma, yeah leave that alone I, <laughs> it's Brian. over
3: I thought I found something inspiring I thought that it was like there was an article that was like it's never too late to be a professional dancer they're like you can start as late as 13 years old you're
1: like,
3: <laughs> as, <laughs> late as. as
1: late as yeah uh, You're really searched... on a black
0: swan kick right now. It seems. Oh like. yeah. I really. Oh I,
1: yeah. Starting to see a theme.
3: I was. Yeah. I. You know, Mark. I'll see you at the Nutcracker. Mother. I just searched it's to see happen.
1: if uh, one of the dispensers I go to is still open.
3: Oh, Isaac's trying to go to a weed store uh, right now with gloves and a mask on.
1: Yeah. No. They they searched. They switched their service to curbside pickup or curbside oh, okay. like transaction. So you stay in the car. Someone's like, "What you need?" So it's like the old days. You know, right. back when you yeah. met in a parking lot to get your weed. Uh I, f- I think it's I think it's real folksy, uh, and it keeps everybody safe. Although it would be cool if weed dispensaries just turned into someone's integra that you got into in a CVS parking lot.
3: <laughs> I right. feel like this is a really good chance for uh weed dispensaries to kind of maybe go back to just being a guy with a snake.
1: Back to basics. Right. Back oh, yeah. to basics. Oh yeah, just have a cool snake in your hand. What's up, dude? Wearing a sub zero Mortal combat mask.
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> what is something you guys think is underrated at this at this time?
3: The last OG.
1: Oh yeah! Oh yeah! The Tracy Morgan show.
3: Yeah, I've been yeah. I've been binge watching it, um, in like in the background of doing other stuff. But it's it's so good. It's so funny. Tiffany Haddish is in it. I feel like I haven't like heard a lot of people or like heard enough people recommending it. It's really really good. And it's no, on Netflix. Yeah.
1: And the marketing they've they've like it's a a tragedy. What they did with the marketing of that show, because yeah. like for how how many like heavyweights for it to be a Tiffany Haddish and Tracy Morgan production, and most people are like, huh? What is that? What is it's, this? I loved the first season. I haven't seen the second one yet, but I really liked the first season. was, was it really good? Too? Yeah, That's it's
3: amazing. really good. Tracy Morgan is is a, an icon. A genius. He's the best. Yeah, he's yeah. the best. He's so good. Yeah, it's a really good show.
1: Underrated hey. for me is that uh, Netflix party. Thing that we talked about oh, did you in the do trending it? episode that Chrome extension. Yeah, yeah, wow. it's, it's it's pretty fun. It reminds so if you guys didn't listen to the trending episode uh from the other day, it's basically a Chrome extension that allows you and a group of friends to like auto sync up the same Netflix program and then it gives you a chat like text chat text pane that you can like basically chat during the video with each other and like I regress to being like a 13 year old using like AIM uh, to talk right. shit while like we were all watching like cops on broadcast television um, so <laughs> wait it's a fun it's fun little distraction you can do, you can do no, broadcast I, i'm saying no oh, no, I'm oh saying that's what that, that's what you're doing when you was, were 13 like, right. the last time there was like synced up content it was broadcast right. television everyone on aim so you know a fun uh, another fun little way to to connect and try and make some time pass by that's dope what'd you guys yeah. watch uh, I I got them to watch uh, uh, People Just Do Nothing. Oh, okay. Which yeah. is one of my favorite uh, one of my favorite mockumentaries coming out of the UK in recent memory. It's and again, oh, yeah. I talk about this show all the time, and maybe I'll make this plug again right now. People Just Do no- Nothing actually a, it it won a BAFTA for best comedy series over Fleabag season two in the UK Fuck that year. Yeah, it was like because it was wow. so funny. It's about these guys who live in England, London, um, in London or outside of London, and they have a pirate radio station. And they're all like into the garage MC music scene, which so is into already the
2: garage, stuff. yeah, garage music, yeah. Broad.
1: Uh <laughs> And they, it's about just like these dudes who are struggling to be famous, and like they just only have dreams of balling, but they're so they're they are constantly getting in their own way, and they have the greatest delusions of grandeur, and like taking their art serious. It's just a fun fun glimpse into that world um and it's one of my, I, it's one of my favorite uh shows so please check out people just do nothing it's on netflix all, all that's service. amazing
0: that you brought that up because my underrated is uh Fleabag season 2 have you guys, heard about <laughs> this? you guys heard about this great you heard
3: about this priest show. you, you guys should
0: priest? check this check this stuff out it's really good bag? uh there's I a feel- there's a priest who <laughs> I'm Hot starting stuff. to. I,
3: I I'm starting to resent Fleabag, which sucks because I love it. But now it's it's like the new broad city for like. Right. Any time a woman makes anything, they're like, so it's gotta be like this, oh, you right. know.
2: you just like.
3: You <laughs> just start to roundabout <laughs> resent it. There, I oh. right.
1: I can only oh, describe so. these works of art in terms of other projects from very narrowly the same demographic group.
3: Yeah, I right. can't even I well yeah, Miles, you know my my best anecdote about <laughs> a bridesmaid related anecdote that, yes, that I just is one of my I favorites. simply cannot reveal. <laughs> yeah. Either. Yes.
1: We have that, so many things we cannot reveal. Wow. The secrets the within the brains.
3: I know. The one
0: work of art that uh represents all art made for that narrow demographic that is 50% of the human population. Yep.
3: Yep. And there is like literally so many other things. Like that's the problem. It's like, there's a lot of shows with like a lot of great female led shows, but there's just like three things that like people will be like, it's, is it broad city, fleabag or bridesmaids? I'd never heard of it, you know? Right. Right. Yeah. 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 The same
1: thing. I think it's just so it's the same thing for any demographic that isn't like, you know, Our traditional cis hat, like white man, or like even white people, because like even black directors are like, "Is Jordan Peele the next Barry Jenkins?" (laughs) No, they're different. They're like, what are we talking about right now? It's like
3: okay, so it's Get Out meets Atlanta. You are like, no, I can't just. You are like, no, it's
1: a very straightforward horror film. (laughs) But okay, so it's like Fresh Prince. And scary movie with undertones of Twelve Years a Slave. You're like,
3: mm, yeah, it's no. great. It sounds great. It sounds. Ugh.
0: Um, what is something you guys think is overrated? Maybe this is where I can just cram in my uh, do it the song American Pie. Uh I was playing in my head this morning when I woke up, and (laughs) tell you what, guys, it does not, for whatever reason, it just like made me laugh that the idea that there's this song that speaks in these like apocalyptic, biblical, allegorical terms about like 60s rock music. Uh, At this time (laughs) It's like a small airplane crash And they're like The jester (laughs) (laughs) The jester and the devil (laughs) Are coming to uh, Take our music away The way you're saying
3: it sounds like a Connor O'Malley sketch Right It's just I fought the Shrek
1: Shrek in the forest And I had to put mud all over my body Yeah the (laughs) It's so funny that like User, you're like, I was singing about American Pie. I've heard that song probably so many times, but it's yeah, never it. a song I've ever bothered to pay attention to the lyrics or meaning. I'm like, I just know it as a melody. I, I don't know the, anything right. know about it's the ab-
3: content. About. Oh, it's, a, well, it's about, isn't it about Buddy Holly dying?
1: Yeah, Buddy Holly
0: and the Big Dipper. But then there's and also the like di- other. The big Dipper. Big Dipper. Big Bopper. That's who it big, is. <laughs> <The Big Dipper. laughs> oh, boy. Now, that actually makes me less... Don't forget Richie Valens, too. And, of course, Richie Valens from uh, the movie La Bamba. From the Uh, movie La Bamba. (laughs) From the movie (laughs) La Bamba. Uh, Was very into that. That was the most old guy mistake where I called him the Big Dipper instead of the (laughs) Big Bopper. But it's such an old guy (laughs) subject that it makes me young. It actually does make you young. (laughs) Yeah, it does make me young. Yeah, yeah, I do. I was thinking uh, that
3: I, I was watching National Treasure last night because we're doing a Bechtel cast on uh, National Treasure this week. Oh, yeah, we're taking out. We're <laughs> we're going for the big guns, baby. Uh, we're going for the cage verse. People need it. But But I mean, even just like watching anything with a bunch of like goofy, over-the-top drama nationalism, you're just like, oh, God. Like nationalists are such drama queens. Like it's the, especially (laughs) when you put Nick Cage in the mix where he's just hearing a grown man be like, maps have legends, maps have keys. It's a map. It's an invisible map. It's on the back of the Declaration (laughs) of Independence. So you're just like, drama queen, please relax. I love it.
0: Well, we can move right on to that myth uh, about Oprah and QAnon unless you guys oh, had a, yes. a different myth you wanted to debunk.
3: There's no better myth today.
1: No, there's no better myth to bust than Oprah being a sex trafficker.
3: Even QAnon yeah. is getting bored. Like there this is I feel like this is a uh, this is this is something else from Q I think on.
1: boredom may it's gonna render a lot of interesting results uh, in this experiment, if we even want to call it that, of, of everything that's happening. Bo- I mean, we'll get to that, but I, it's it'll be very interesting to see, like, you know, a world where we're so overly stimulated to suddenly slam the brakes on that shit, and mm-hmm. like what yeah. what the what the knock on effects of that are.
0: So what what happened? Uh, Oprah's name began trending on Tuesday night, I believe. And yeah. so it I, was because of a QAnon conspiracy theory.
3: Yeah. So I, I picked up on this on Twitter. I like have been keeping track of trending stuff because I just don't have shit to do. And uh, <laughs> saw Oprah was trending. And I think everyone is like, oh, no, Oprah has Corona but then when you look through it, it was all these tweets being like, oh, I can't believe, like if, if this is true about Oprah, holy shit. So so the rumor that was spreading, I don't know what who Patient Zero was, but it was a QAnon original. Uh, they should start a streaming service at this point uh but they so someone said that there were federal officers at Oprah's mansion arresting her for sex trafficking and that was the rumor right. that happened mm. and so people were freaking out uh, but that was and
0: there's like a stock photo with like some police tape outside of a mansion they're like this is Oprah's mansion definitely yeah.
3: Right, and I'm like, I guess I believe that. Sure, why not? And it was kind of funny because the, the <laughs> tweets, the tweets in like the Twitter highlight that I was seeing were, were people who were like doubtful that it was true, but still just enjoying engaging with the rumor. <laughs> like they were because because right. people were like, even TMZ isn't writing about it. It's not real. But until TMZ says something, it's real to me, right. you know. And so then, <laughs> so then Oprah, bless her heart, has to wake up. At ten thirty nine PM our time. So where does Oprah live? She live. I think Montecito,
1: doesn't she? Like near Santa Barbara.
3: Oh, okay. So so ten. So 10.30, uh, ours and Oprah's time. What a privilege to share a time zone with her. Mm-hmm. Um, has to wake up and whatever. She has to tweet, just got a phone call that my name is trending and being trolled for some awful fake thing. It's not true. Haven't been raided or arrested. Just sanitizing and self-distancing with the rest of the world. Stay safe, everybody. So this, like, the QAnon got Oprah out of bed. Do you know how much yeah. money that is? Mm-mm. It's a lot of money.
1: Mm-mm. I mean, especially her home. In Montecito is known is called like I think I think she calls it the Promised Land. Oh, oh. that's
3: that's sinister. It's okay. on forty.
1: Have you seen that place though? It is. No. It's whimsical. It's on forty two fucking acres. That and Ooh. Montecito is right there, like on the what they call the California or so or Southern California Riviera in Santa Barbara, mm-hmm. where she has mm-hmm. mountain in her backyard, and then ocean views in the front so she looks out into the ocean or like total greenery her garden is like on some next level shit it's on 42 acres it's i mean it's got a man-made lake she's
3: good she's i mean yeah. she's good i just want to know i mean it's times like these that i'm I, i'm like how's Stedman doing in there you know yeah oh Stedman how's died yeah.
1: Stedman died four weeks ago
3: Stedman- <laughs>
1: <laughs> miles that's not funny
2: <laughs> Don't joke That's about really Stedman.
1: And she's not telling like... anyone. <laughs> she's just in bed. She's in denial.
3: I yeah. used to draw really... Um, she has her, a
0: bunch of tanks full of drowned Stedmans throughout her property, like at the end oh. of
2: Prestige. The, Sorry, go ahead, James. Or,
3: or at the end of... Um, <laughs> or like how there's all those Snokes at, in the in the Star Wars. They're like, oh, there's a million right. Snokes. Right, right, right. It's just all Stedmans. <laughs> I, I used to draw um, fan art of Stedman Graham and um, Jeffrey... What's his name? The Barefoot Contessa's husband. I used to draw pictures of them um, spooning and like um, ha- not having sex with each other, but almost everything. But <laughs> <laughs> it was
0: just a coupling you wanted to see.
3: It's just a, I know I just think that they're they're like they're like beta icons. I love right.
0: it. Right, <laughs> that is beautiful. They're great. Um, I like them a lot. At the same time, uh, you know, until Oprah broadcasts live from, uh, as, Miles calls, as Miles called, as Miles mentioned, we call it the Southern California Riviera. Uh, I think we all refer to it as that. Uh, until we hear her broadcasting from from the promised land, we can't we can't trust this denial. Stedman yeah. could be tweeting from her account, exactly. Uh, you know. Trying to if get he's things. even alive,
1: I want to see a photo of Stedman holding today's right. newspaper. Today's newspaper,
3: yes. Oh, today's newspaper,
0: Oprah. I feel like Oprah's,
3: uh, Oprah's like property is large enough that she could feasibly run a small newspaper just for her property.
1: Or you yeah. know, maybe I mean that's yeah. what O is,
0: right? That's
3: what <laughs> is that just the newspaper for her mansion? <laughs> <Yeah>.
1: <laughs> Circulation um, one.
0: O daily. Um, isn't that magazine? Only like it has her on the cover every month,
3: oh yeah, it's that's great.
0: wild, I mean that yeah. is truly, yeah,
1: hey, I mean, look the, when she's on the cover, they sell, man, that's the rule, yeah,
0: no, for sure um i've d I've definitely seen interviews with Oprah where I feel like she i don't know, she is on a separate plane of existence from the rest of us to the point oh, that yeah. like. If were she not, uh, Oprah, it would be seen as some manner of like disorder or something, but uh, like disordered to thinking. But because she's Oprah, it's just it's cool. Uh, I just
3: want Oprah to be okay.
0: Yeah, it, me too. That, I mean, I think
1: that's it, when you look at the O Magazine Twitter feed right now. Can, do you want to guess what the content is right now on the Oprah? Is magazine? Is it like
3: hazmat Oprah? I hope that that's like the next cover.
1: No, the very I'm gonna first,
0: guess it's just like spring cleaning stuff.
1: The latest tweet that just came out says, "You'll want to live in these soft pajamas." <laughs> <laughs> who doesn't no! cherish? Who doesn't yes. cherish PJ o'clock?
2: <laughs> no.
1: How about so another turning,
3: one? This backpack. The
1: <laughs> this backpack gives you a massage while you wear it. That was 21 yeah. minutes ago.
3: No. Yo.
1: They I mean know. do what you got to do. They just people got to escape a little bit. I'm sure they have all this shit on yeah. auto. Everyone's, tweet, well, but. it
3: is it is interesting. I'd be interested to hear from some um some hashtag content creators from for like places like that where like writers just got to like get stuff written right now because there's yeah. a ton of people who want to write stuff but there's also nothing to write about at the same time where Yeah. I don't know. I've been I've been um uh, on like long phone calls with my dad because he's just at his house alone and so right. I, I, I he's a sports we, reporter right he's a sports reporter and there's no sports and so yes. he's he's like a so he, we were we were just brainstorming stories <laughs> yesterday like last <laughs> night right just, like
0: columns he could write
3: yeah cuz it's like they've got to fill time and there's also like this big anxiety with like writers who don't have anything to necessarily write about that it's like well you need yeah. to prove that you're still useful because people are getting yeah. laid off right and left so um it's a scary time i don't know but we we thought of some pretty uh, unhinged ideas of things to write about. <laughs> oh, f- Dude, I,
1: i'm sure with your imagination your dad yeah. is gonna he's gonna have a book deal by the time this is over
3: i was <laughs> like dad you should honestly just like start writing your memoirs and publishing it in the patriot ledger and see if people notice you know
1: yeah right um, yeah, that's the same thing with my mom, who's a film critic because, sure. like everything completely stopped. Like there's no festivals. The releases are being delayed. There's no junkets, press conferences. So yeah, it's 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 definitely it's trying. She should times, be publishing
0: sure. her like reviews of movies that people should be binging. Right now, she'll probably just keep talking mom, about Brokeback
1: yeah. Mountain. That's my mom's <laughs> favorite. <thing. laughs>
0: then do that fifty days in a row, just different reasons you should be watching. My mom, my Mountain mom, breaking right down
1: every day one minute of the film. Right or, there, you go in depth d- discussion of one one minute at a time. But no, she—that's a whole she's, podcast subgenre. Yeah, right. One minute at a time. Wow. Yeah,
3: there, guys, I just realized I was at Disneyland a week ago. <laughs> <laughs>
0: You just realized that?
3: I was just, but it was like yeah. just exactly a week ago. I remember
0: that. It's the only thing I can day, think about when I'm talking to you.
1: <laughs> that next day when Jamie came into the office, I was like, yo, how was Disneyland? And you were like, I don't know. Like, I remember you were kind of processing it. Like, you're like, I may have completely fucked up right there.
3: Well, because I was thinking about because like, because, because Super Producer Ana Hosni and I were texting the night before, and I was like, I don't know, should I go? And there's like, we were both like, yeah. Yeah, we should go. Yeah. And then it was like that. the day I was there that things really blew up. Like, yeah. We got there at whatever, like eight in the morning. And then by the end of the day, Tom Hanks had coronavirus. Like, it oh, was it was just, that
0: Wednesday, right? Yeah. It was
3: that day. It was the day that this Harvey Weinstein. This is the one-week
0: anniversary of the Wednesday when coronavirus became real.
3: Tom right. and Rita, never forget. But more importantly, never forget Chet's announcement about Tom and Rita having yeah, right. coronavirus.
1: Hell yeah. Well, That's my truly, truly the... Dead, dude. They're not tripping. That's truly the
0: Zapruder film of (laughs) the coronavirus uh, era. Yeah. Um, All right. Let's take a quick break. We'll be right back. And we're back. And Zeitgang Reddit put together a thread with people just kind of checking in about what they're all doing what their job situation is. Um we heard from some delivery people who are not being provided with hand sanitizer so that gave uh me and somebody else in the thread a good idea of uh you know give giving your delivery person hand sanitizer the next time they come through it, do it in a non uh insulting way but uh, oh, yeah or if you're be...
1: hoarding 17,000 bottles uh why don't you give him one
0: Yeah yeah also that Amazon is hiring, like we talked about uh, a few days back. Uh, they're saying they're going to bring on a hundred thousand new jobs, but uh, some Amazon workers were pointing out that maybe, maybe they should be looking out for their how they treat employees just who what? are currently exist or before they start bringing on a hundred thousand new ones because right not been great.
3: Tr- They've been treating their own – I mean, the people who work in warehouses are, like, so mistreated in the first place. It just – I mean, I want to give a quick shout-out, to because it, it's, like, everyone is rightfully being, like, stay home, stay home, stay home. But I wanted to shout-out all the gang who do not have that option to stay home. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Because that must be frustrating to hear all the time when you, like, your livelihood Can't. depends on you not staying home. Yeah or your job depends, uh, like, other people need you to be out, whether that means you're, like, a medical professional or a delivery person or working at one of the warehouses or whatever, like, it's not fucking fair. It sucks, and, and we appreciate you, and, um, yeah.
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I guess they're not putting new new rules in place at Amazon uh, distribution centers, which you'd think, like, this is... You know, society-wide, we are observing new boundaries, new ways of interacting with each other, just the number of times we wash our hands, how far we stand apart from one another, and people who work at Amazon factories are saying, or Amazon warehouses are saying, that it's more of a thing where there's a bottle of hand sanitizer lying around uh, here and there, but that's about it. So, yeah. Yeah.
3: Well, and the same thing was true for like voting sites and stuff too. There was a tweet coming, I think it was out of Illinois, where like a, a poll worker was like, Cool, everyone just sent us our supplies. And it was like one thing of Clorox wipes and one bottle of Hannah sanitizer for 11 hours of voting. And you're like, oh. Jesus. Y'all, like, what is going on? Yeah.
1: Yeah, Um, but hey, you know they had to keep those primaries going uh, despite everything, so the DNC could just steamroll its way into a Biden nomination.
3: That's I mean I don't I don't want to harp on that too much, but my fucking god, it's like that. uh, uh, It it makes me so frustrated. If you're
1: a fucking weasel, though, there's not a better time than something like this to like feign ignorance and be like, I mean, that's just sort of like what happened while in the background, being like fuck yes like let's just right. let's just keep this guy who's telling everybody that people need free health care or like we need to tax wealth even more aggressively just sideline this guy as much as quickly as possible but right.
3: i mean i mean I like yeah
1: there's also that anxiety that we saw even in the last primaries like even before the the sort of pandemic had fully spread was people there's you know there are people who are hyper engaged with the politics of the candidates and how that relates to really vulnerable communities in this country. And there's also a very distinct group who are completely overloaded by all of the chaos that this administration brought pr- even prior to the pandemic and just want it to be over. Um, so it's, it's tough to like kinda, try and yeah.
3: It's it's frustrating. Cause it's like, I don't know. I, I admittedly rage tweeted about it uh, uh, last night And, like, the the response from, I don't know, I mean, it's somehow, it must have been a rogue retweet that sent a bunch of reply guys my way. But it was just people being like, you know, you fucking Bernie bros, the DNC doesn't actually run the primaries, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, that's not, (laughs) first (laughs) of all, the DNC's, like, to, to say that the DNC doesn't have a huge influence over when the prime like if the dnc had made a big stink about this uh about public health something would have happened and also there's it's so well recorded that like i mean the governor of ohio went to the dnc said we want to postpone the dnc said no so then they had to find another route to get it canceled so to say that the dnc had no influence is so disingenuous and on top of that, it's not even a bernie bro thing that is like the argument it's public health period like yeah there I, I didn't I, I didn't think that Bernie was going to win Florida you know like yeah. it just but, it's all, but yeah and it's a whole, public health issue for no matter also, who you're voting for
1: yeah and again it's not even like I mean yes there are many candidates who have supporters who are just completely in it for the personality and there are many people who are in it for the platform and I think the platform is what has brought in a lot more people this time around mm-hmm. to Bernie or Elizabeth Warren because There is a pressing issue of wealth inequality in the country that has to be addressed. And even now, like when you look at it, look how I mean, we've already seen Bernie has dragged Biden so far left for what Biden is normally used to. It's pretty incredible. Uh, I don't still don't think that's far enough. But we're even the solutions we're even talking about now to address this pandemic are all rooted in the kinds of things that have been in Bernie's platform and even Elizabeth Warren's and even Andrew Yang. Like of people who are looking know, so far yeah. forward, of like, no man, people are so broke. You actually need to supplement their income because other other people are doing so well. There's you're leaving people behind, or that we need to. Anyway, so I mean,
3: I w- I was making fun of it a couple months ago, but I'm like, damn Yang, you got me, you got me. It's like yeah. it, I I am like, light. I think
1: a, I think a universal basic income is inevitable, and I don't think there was ever really an issue with him talking about it because it's. I I think for some people they thought it's ridiculous because it might not be as clear up front like what automation can do and what the sort of the nature of work changing is going to do um but ugh, yeah it's but now now we're talking about these things like oh i guess we got to i guess the the state needs to begin helping the vulnerable huh right.
3: right it's i mean i i am like lightly encouraged by the fact that like biden's campaign has been pushed to the left in in some ways um it's still shady as fuck, but
1: yeah. I mean, this is the, again, I think this is the thing we've always talked about. There's no way that you can, you can come at a system that has created trillions of dollars in a very specific way to suddenly just slam the brakes on it, right? Like it's gonna take time. But this, the other knock on effect of this pandemic is there are a lot of people who you know need their rent freezed or their mortgages yeah. freezed and things like that. And that's also creating a bit of awareness from people where it's like, hold on, I'm working, I'm being, the government is telling me or my company is telling me I can no longer work to make money, yet the landlord is demanding to extract wealth from me when I have no means to make it. What the fuck is this? Uh,
0: Yeah, I think that's a thing that I'm starting to see more and more of just kind of become a central narrative is just people are losing their jobs and yeah. you know people not having money like it's it is what happens in a depression there's you know not yeah. people don't have enough money to pay for food for their family
1: right
3: it's i mean and, and it, it's can it is a little confusing cuz a lot of it like some of it is happening on like a city uh, and like a state level so it's like what's true for me isn't necessarily true for everyone but it is some uh, a trend that I've seen of like really like rent relief. There's been uh in certain areas. There's been an eviction freeze. Yeah. Um, which is great. But in other areas, they say there's an eviction freeze. But the fine print of it is, you won't be evicted if you have coronavirus. Right. Which to set that precedent is so fucked up. Of like, if you're like, what are you gonna do if you're gonna get evicted? Your only option is to contract a deadly yeah. Disease go out and to not get to
0: coronavirus yeah
3: and it's it's like you uh, so i mean some cities are taking measures that are humane and some cities are taking measures that sound humane but you're only entitled to benefits if you first of all are and and it's not just like you're displaying symptoms it's you have to test positive which is a whole other thing because there's not enough fucking tests
1: yeah yeah can you imagine like that's the that's the irony of shit like that right like again We're unable to treat people humanely because the legislation is concerned about the billion dollar companies who are going to take a hit from from their business rather than what's realistic for a human being. And how do we treat them humanely? Because part of that is saying, like, okay, well, if we do this and we tie it to you actually having to have coronavirus, that'll help kind of cushion the amount of losses that can be claimed but the knock on effect is now you're incentivizing being infected with the virus to protect right. yourself
3: it's and fun, so no. and it's and it's like you need to be operating on a decent amount of privilege to even like get tested you've got to get have a safe way to get to the hospital you can't be like fearing an ambulance like you bill there's so many yeah i don't know i i was Uh, This is the depressing part of the show. We we were uh, walking to we bring like food to the encampment near our our apartment yesterday, Um, or we do we do it a lot, but we did it yesterday and we had to like wear masks and gloves and the whole shit. Uh, And it the good news is like the homeless population nearest us, um, at least has decent information on coronavirus and knows hey if you're developing these symptoms you have to like self quarantine in your tent or um whatever structure you're living in. But it's but it people are sick. And it's like it, it was scary and like frustrating yesterday to see that like there's been promises by the city of like, oh, we're gonna let homeless people stay in motels and we're gonna do this and we're gonna do that. And there's gonna be hand washing stations. And those things have been said, but it's like, you know, two blocks over from where I live, there's two tents that are completely quarantined. And you know, we asked like, "Hey, has anyone been by to check up on you?" And the answer is no. Uh, and the only, you know, it's like it's just it's fucking dystopian. And and there's it's you know, like homeless people in the working class. Everyone is affected first. And it just, if you live near an encampment and you feel comfortable dropping off some some supplies and you have a little extra to spare, um, recommend. It's so it's so fucked up what's happening. And clearly, the government is just. Maybe, maybe well-intentioned, but extremely slow to respond. And I also don't believe they're well-intentioned. Sorry.
0: Right. Yeah. I mean, I feel like a lot of this comes back to just our system, like down to the cellular level, we are a society built on sort of the capitalists, kill or be killed, predatory lack of empathy ethos like i feel like you could feel that when sanders won in nevada and everybody freaked out you can feel it in like things like the rent freeze where there's going to be things in the fine print that try to find a way to fuck people over like there's just it's and people are going to pretend that Two thousand dollars is enough or it's too much to send to people at this time it's just we we need like a full-on sea change down to the cellular level of, of how our government our how our society operates and treats one another because we're it's just been drilled into our DNA for so long that you fucking you you don't help people out like the the way that the people who are winners got there is they are predatory they take money from other people they take more than their fair share and then we erase that part and make them you know heroes
1: yeah well i mean the bottom line is there's always a point in any kind of business practice where you'll eventually have to make a decision of do we do what's good For the sake of another person or we do what is good for the sake of a profit or what is the what what do we do to protect the bottom line? And that's Mm. what we always see. There's never it's every most of the legislation we see from all kinds of the policies are meant to protect the business owning class. It's never to actually protect the worker, the vulnerable person. It's always to ensure that the moneyed powers that be can maintain their way of life at the expense yeah. of many others. And I think slowly, I mean, you know, it was announced that a lot of the uh, car manufacturing plants are shutting down too. There's just going to be, it's going to be very painful for a lot of people. Um, and the the things that I you'd hope that these legislators and business owners, if they're able to, or they are in a position where they have a lot of money on hand, be like, is there a way that I can actually give something up from my end to help other people rather than right. what can the, what can they give up so I can maintain my level of comfort? How many workers can I furlough so I can make sure I'm still paying out bonuses to the C-suite people at the end of the year?
3: Yeah. I mean, it's, it's been very encouraging to see people take care of each other, but it's like, again, it it <laughs> we're all getting fucked. It's just like, so insanely frustrating. Uh, I don't know. I've been something, something positive is, uh, if, if anyone has like, uh, thoughts and feelings on like, Oh, here's stuff that you can do in the meantime that is helpful. Like that has yeah. felt good to me of just like, uh, even, I mean, honestly, it feels partially selfish of like the illusion of control <laughs> is always right. really nice. But it's
0: also, I mean, if you're making somebody else's life better in some, even if it's in a small way, like that's the sort of selfish we need to be. At yeah, this time, I think there, um, there was,
3: uh, there was someone on the um, the job update thread on Reddit that was recommending that if, if people have time and health and availability to go donate blood, that now is like the time to do it if you can. You have a safe way of getting there. Uh, you know set set up an appointment do it up you can watch a movie while you donate platelets it's dope
1: mhm and they'll give you free apple juice at the end.
3: free snacks baby take some yep. for the road
0: um the other kind of over overarching uh development that i'm seeing is the kind of increased racism coming from the Trump administration towards Asians and Asian Americans uh yeah is really troubling there's a whole now fox news narrative about how we should be able to call it the china virus because it came from china and then there was a white house aide who called it kung flu and uh Ugh. to to uh a asian american reporter's face so um yeah. god knows what they're saying behind uh their back and it's just very troubling that you know, well, that's what as, as things get dystopian. That yeah, we have this administration in place.
1: Fox is trying to you know help the president because this is falling squarely on this administration's head and shoulders. This is completely a lot. Obviously, we can never say it's not like they created the uh, pandemic, but they did an awful lot to make sure that it was not going to be a smooth response. Um, and the lack of testing should we it needs to be i think talked about constantly because they still have not solved that whole issue and it's like being in a fucking car wreck but we don't we haven't had an x-ray yet so we don't know what the damage is and we're just like i'm like yeah i think i'm good i don't know maybe yeah. it's a lot of internal bleeding but i can't get to an x-ray so we'll just fucking deal with it then um yeah and yeah the fact Fox that they're saying a good that- job to like try and really double down as well as a lot of Republicans and conservative pundits to make it this xenophobic. Oh, well, China did this to us. Look at what the Chinese did to us. Look at this. It's the China virus. It's the Wuhan flu, whatever they want to call it.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's like racist and yeah, just totally deflective of their own fuck up
0: culpability. Yeah. Yeah. There's a bunch of, uh, there's a bunch of great videos of Fox news, you know, from one day to the next, or from one week to the next, just completely changing their tone uh, yeah. from being like this is not even going to be as bad as the flu. I don't understand what people are freaking out about. To like one, like three days later, being like this is very serious.
1: And yeah, straight to camera. I mean,
3: yeah, I was, straight I, to camera. That's yeah. I don't know. I there was a point where I was like, is this as bad as the flu? And then you know,
1: well, I think you know, I grew up people and are taking were many different them. ways of well, like trying to yeah. yeah calm people of like look it it in like a flu maybe this isn't isn't fatal to everybody but that's really not the message they need to be hammering home it's that th- if this thing spreads we're going to overwhelm our hospitals and you are going to see like nightmarish horrific images coming out of these facilities where people are not able to get the level of care they need to mm. keep their life going and you it would be an awful uh place to be in if you were to be somebody who needed urgent medical care and because everyone was so reckless and not distancing and quarantining themselves that you would find yourself in a position where doctors were standing over you figuring out if your life was worth saving versus the person next to you because of a lack of ventilators or other medical equipment yeah right.
3: there's i mean there's this is a at this point it's it's I don't know. I've got a mom who is like glued to MSNBC and stuff like that. And I'm just trying to find like good news sources that are not like, and not that MSNBC is the worst option, but just like overly partisan um, news sources. I'm trying to like steer people away from right now. And obviously Fox News is the devil, but um, right. just in general, I mean, yeah, that would there, actually be a, good a good place good, for us to steer yeah. our parents, that would be great.
0: That would actually be a good, yeah. Another good thread is just like where, how, like what people's, uh, routines are for getting information right now. Because yeah, I think the standard, uh, places are, are just falling down on the job or broken.
3: You know. I'm still, I'm yeah. still a news hour head. I still fuck with the news hour on PBS a fair amount of the time. I feel like that's yeah, a PBS less- is good. Yeah, uh, a lot of their and PBS in general right now has been a fucking lifesaver because they're providing a lot of homeschooling materials for parents and stuff like that. So yeah, shout out to public services.
1: I mean, I feel like I, I like to just go to like the CDC website if I just need the most like dry, like announcement from the medical researchers on our end because the second yeah. you go to like any other thing it's like got a lot of commentary which is fine because i think sometimes people need to like make sense of what these announcements are but again yeah limit your updates to fucking 2 to 3 times a day like the, yeah. you're you're going to hear everything you know eventually. that you'll need to hear eventually um and please and again i can't stress this enough don't look at your shit before you go to sleep like try <laughs> and give yourselves a few hours of respite from the news, uh, towards the end of your evening. I know it's very, it it feels, you know, like you have to do it, but you, it will help you, you know, maintain a certain level of stability uh, if you don't sort of interrupt it with these headlines and things.
3: Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to, yeah, I I guess let's, let's start that thread on the Reddit gang. I'm about to be just on the Reddit. uh, Yeah, me too. uh, Of just like, If, if we're gonna limit our news updates, where's the best place to go uh, that isn't like gonna be super alarmist and is just gonna like give you information?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, all right, let's take another break and we'll be back with uh, what board celebrities are doing to entertain us. And we're back. So there are a bunch of celebrities uh, who are on social media, just not knowing what to do with themselves. Uh, Jamie, by the way, you mentioned how PBS is uh, a great resource for parents looking for educational material for their kids. This is actually what I'm putting uh, in front of my kids. (laughs) I'm just putting them in the... uh In the school of Charlie XCX. Yeah, Um,
1: I mean, so with the entire quarantine and lockdown, there's just been a lot of, you know, everyone is feeling the boredom. No matter who you are, no matter how rich you are, no matter how famous you are, if you're doing the right thing, you are probably staying home, uh, maybe with significant others, with family, what, what have you. But the boredom aspect is is driving i think celebrities a little uh they're getting they're cooped up and they're getting restless and i think for people who especially thrive off of attention not being able to go out and hear the screams of fans and shit like that might be uh might be the part of the the nourishment aspect that they aren't getting uh from day-to-day life so now we're just getting a spike in like IG live content, new TikTok accounts come, being opened up. New content is being like released or weird live tweet threads from celebrities because they just want to do something. Um, and some of these is
3: on TikTok, baby. Yeah,
1: go to yeah the, the TikTok around the clock with Anna Hosnier. Um, so Charlie XCX has like an entire lineup of IG live programming. With celebrity guests like that she is actually uh you know like press putting out there to be like hey i know y'all are bored but let's do things together so uh today on thursday march 19th uh from 6 p.m uk time or 10 a.m pacific standard time personal training with diplo then the Hell next yeah. day next day girls night in with rita Ora. Uh then would you rather with Kim Petrus and art class with Claro on Sunday. So like she's doing a lot of uh like really interesting stuff, like leveraging her celebrity friendships to create kind of interesting content for people to share.
3: I like that. I mean, there's been a lot of I, I feel like, you know, celebs what they have to offer us is very specific. It seems right. stupid, but it is I I did a there uh there's been like free like uh like there's been free operas streaming if you feel like being cultured as shit uh the met has been streaming all they're just doing it and streaming it every night uh if you feel like being cultured with with your roommates one night or there's been because i've officially decided that i'm a ballerina now Mm. uh there's been (laughs) like principal dancers that have been streaming just like classes and there's been workout streams there's been all sorts of yeah, weird There's been comedy. St- I mean, there's everyone's fucking going live. It makes me nervous to do, but uh, but uh, I'm glad everyone's doing it. I don't know. Yeah, and, and the way I'm
1: getting Chris Crofton, will be doing his poetry live.
3: Yes, Chris Crofton, yes. I uh, the people demanded it and it's going to happen. Chris Crofton is going to, I think it'll be the day this airs. He said he's gonna yeah. do it on Thursday. Uh, so the king is writing poetry. I think it's I mean it, if if we're looking for bright sides here I think it is kind of cool that like certain uh you know stuff like oh you can stream a free opera or you'll be able to stream like all this cool art Hello. shit uh is like and that being more accessible is a, is a Hello. good thing.
0: Yeah. When in between uh Charlie XCX Instagram lives I I've just kept my kids in front of uh Vanessa Hudgens. I actually haven't been paying attention. But I feel like she's the sort of person who would have some decent takes on, you know, what we should be doing, how we should be thinking about this sort of thing.
1: Just the boredom. It's okay. It's not just all entertainment either, because you have Miley Cyrus went live with Demi Lovato and they were taking like fan questions. And something happened where I think there, there was a moment where Miley Cyrus was like, or maybe we were just gay as fuck back then. Like, and I think a lot of fans took that as maybe implying that they had hooked up back in the Disney days because they both did like that guilty laugh, like,
3: <laughs>
1: after. Mm. Uh, so people were living it. with the for that gossip. Then Vanessa but, Edgins, Van, Edgens? It, it's Vanessa, all
3: like recovering Disney stars, too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Very yeah. They just don't know how to that act.
3: That's what we're discovering.
1: Vanessa Hudgens completely embarrassed herself on her, with her awful entitled take on self-quarantining she's like honestly they think it's gonna be till like this summer like no no way no. And like it's fuck that it's bullshit. just the flu it's like she, stupid
3: uh, well then she did that thing where she she tagged it by being like yeah people are gonna die it happens <laughs> you're yeah. just like
2: yeah know,
1: she was like oh because look it's like people in their 70s and in their 80s are really yeah. at risk and they could die but isn't that like inevitable Oh. Yeah. Okay, maybe I should and then she's like maybe I should stop doing this. Yeah, maybe you should. Yeah, video.
0: maybe you should.
1: That's the I, I mean, th- I get it maybe you're in your mind you want to tell yourself that but that is just th- an awful awful take to have right now. Yeah. Yeah. Um, also, yeah, uh, Ashley Tisdale performing h- songs from High School Musical. That live. you got
3: a hand at her. That's great. I, I pulled up the. I, hopefully, I'll have it down by tomorrow. I, I'm. I'm another genre of YouTube videos I want to get into is learning movie dances. Uh, yeah. So I pulled up "We're All in This Together" last night. Isaac walked in. It was really embarrassing. Isaac was doing something in the other room, and then he came in, and I was doing like the gym dance. Yeah. From, but it's you know it's good. Anyone can do it. I think everyone What's needs to learn gym the one dance? from
1: Napoleon Dynamite.
3: Ooh, that'd be fun. The the gym dance is the dance at the end where the uh, after they win the big game. Mm.
0: oh
2: and in high school uh, musical.
0: High school we're musical. Got it. This
3: together. That one. It's really good. Yeah.
0: Weird. I've been working on the uh, flash dance dance and the uh <laughs> Kevin Bacon running through the empty uh warehouse and footloose dance. Yeah. Oh hell yeah. Um, yeah. There there's a very complicated parallel bar routine in the middle of that one that uh always trips me up. But
1: Yeah.
3: Why is Okay, sorry. I just uh scrolled past this Billy Zane. I I'm always curious about how Billy Zane's ha- handling the quar, you know. Mm-hmm. You want to yeah. know how how he's handling it. He yesterday he just p- posted a picture of him in front of uh a stock chart like the Dow Jones chart. Okay. And it's just a selfie in front of the tanking economy, and then it's just the caption is hashtag stimulus. So if you want to follow whatever <laughs> if you want to follow whatever the fuck that is. Hell feel free. yeah,
1: <laughs> dude, that shit's deep, dude.
3: He's a ba- he's he's a badass,
1: <laughs> badass Billy Zane.
3: Meanwhile, Alfred Molina's cooking. I found his finsta. Oh, huh. you found his finsta? Someone, our our producer Aristotle on uh, Bechtel cast like hooked it up and he just was like i can't tell you how i know but i know alfred molina's finsta so i know he's been he's been cooking oh the man has been cooking
1: <laughs> wait
0: like literally cooking or figuratively cooking
3: well i guess both but he's been cooking uh, and then literally. he posted he posted this this really old good old man post it was a picture of his armchair and some books and he's like an actor holed up in the house waiting for good news sounds like my whole life, and you're hey. like, ha, ha, ha. "Oh boy, Still got it. Privileged uh, date, But I love to hear it.
0: Fred was saying the funniest thing the other day. What, what was Fred saying? Oh, uh, Fred Molina, oh, yeah, he' He's so. Yeah. I'm just
3: glad his Pasadena Playhouse uh, run wasn't interrupted. You know, this is all
0: I know. Meanwhile,
3: SpongeBob oh, the musical the f- postponed.
0: Ugh. I know. I hear it, it's good, right? The it's Broadway so good. one. Yeah. Have you seen it?
3: I saw it's the only Broadway show I've ever seen.
0: Wow. <laughs>
3: yeah. <Yes. laughs>
2: Flex.
1: Great recommendation.
0: Um, and we do have an update, uh, an important update to an ongoing story that we've been covering over the past couple weeks. Uh, so we covered how Pizza Hut and Ikea were having a combined uh pizza where they were putting the ikea meatballs on top of a pizza Mm uh Ah. well it doesn't it's not just a one-way street you guys uh because ikea has released the sava pizza table um Mm -hmm. or sava or or sava
1: sava serve what's a with a
0: over it uh pizza table so it's this is the Ikea product offering that they are collabing with Pizza Hut on, and it's that white little uh, table that you put on a pizza uh, to make no sure way. the top doesn't like come down yeah, and collapse get on all it. cheesy, collapse yeah. on it. Uh, it's that, but blown up to furniture size. I got to uh, say, I think, uh,
1: I mean... I think the pizza with the meatballs is way better than a big useless plastic table that looks wobbly as fuck. But I like I like where their heads at. I used to I knew That's somebody furniture. who used to claim that their relative had invented that uh plastic pizza thing and they were like <laughs> super loaded because of it. And I think it was, uh, yeah, it was one of those lies like you heard when you were thirteen, and you had no way of verifying. Like Mm -hmm. you don't know how to like check like the fucking you know the trademark department or see who has the fucking patent on that. But it was like something that was said a lot about this one girl, and and to this day I don't know for sure uh, if she is an heiress to the pizza table thing. Pizza
0: table heiress, and what's a quarantine activity that we can recommend i i found a video on facebook that i think a lot of people saw of uh a couple who blindfolded themselves or put their hoodies on backwards uh spun around and then had a pillow fight um it's one of the more anti-climatic videos uh Because they just spend the whole time like whiffing, like swinging at each other and not hitting each other. (laughs) Holy shit! Um, It's like round one of a Floyd Mayweather fight for any boxing fans. It's just like feeling each other out. But uh, and they also do it right next to a ceiling fan, which seems like that's gonna uh, be bad news. Uh, But it 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 does look like fun if you can find uh, the space and clear enough furniture. Uh I can say you do not want to do it with your 2-year-old uh just based on that yeah
3: anecdotal evidence
0: anecdotal uh anecdotally you, you want to steer clear of of that um cool any other uh quarantine activities before we leave the Zeit gang for the day guys
1: I I got I got a, I got a few things you can do down for to pass the time down in the, in the if you in the swamps like old James Carville here uh yeah. what I like to do <laughs> You want to get you want to get into whittling. You see, that's that's the art of of making things out of wood and turn them into <laughs> in a more fun thing. So what I like to do is I like to I take my socks off and then I cut my toenails at an angle so they get Ugh. real sharp like and then you Ugh. start whittling with your toes with your toenails. No, and that's how we like pass the time down here in the booskie. <laughs> uh okay, uh, also what poop update he said? <laughs>
3: Yeah, I want to do a quick quick uh poop update. My other my my other uh hobby in in the quar has been uh you know just really uh putting applying some critical thinking to my poops yeah. and the poops of yeah. my family. Uh, yeah. so yeah, I mean, yeah, we were saying is a diarrhea a day, a lot of hamburger meat going in and, a and out. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of hamburger. A lot of hamburger meat. I feel meat. like
0: I feel like it's like competitive IBS going on here. Something.
1: I mean, just, I don't know yeah. if because i i I'm in desperate need for more like like raw vegetables yeah. um and everything I've been eating has basically been some mixture of cheese carbs and meat um yeah. i'm I'm about to i think I need to go snag some like broccoli or something just to bring my my diet back into
3: just to into mix balance. it up yeah' I've been, a little cruciferous
1: I, vegetable for me
3: when I was a little kid, I used to love to eat a whole can of corn. That was my favorite food is a whole oh. can of corn, uh, and and I've been getting back into it. And my boyfriend thinks it is disgusting. Like he wait
0: out of the can.
3: Uh, well, uh you could put it in a bowl if you want. Sometimes, right. if you my want, opinion,
0: sounds
1: like that, you eat
3: it out of the can. Not a need to wash an additional and dish. Are you cooking
0: but, it over a trash can fire? And <laughs> yeah. uh, do you yeah. have a bindle
2: stick?
3: Something about canned corn, but but if you eat canned corn. And no other ingredients that will that will give you some, oh, some yeah, freaky poops
1: yeah uh, I yeah. I just also picture you not actually taking the lid fully off like the cartoons like the <laughs> lid has to be kind of up at a ninety degree like Bugs yeah, Bunny yeah. yeah yeah
3: oh that's a that's another thing that I I was just kind of getting into anyways but there's a ton of Saturday like old school Saturday morning cartoons on YouTube that I've just like had on in the background they put me in a good mood
1: shit I'm about to yeah. start watching James Bond Junior. That fucking Ooh. cartoon.
3: <laughs> I'm going to go back and watch Brace Face.
1: Oh, shit.
3: Yeah. Uh,
0: all right, guys. Well, uh, Jamie. Yes. Miles, it's been a pleasure hanging out with you. As Likewise. Always, in this uh, quarantine. Uh, where can people find you, follow you, Jamie?
3: Uh, you can find me on Twitter at Jamie Loftus Help. Instagram at... Uh, Jamie Cray superstar. We're gonna be doing some fun episodes of the Bechtel cast coming up because we are also bored and stressed out. Uh, I'm doing some live stream for comedy that are in my Instagram stories, and I'm uh, and, I, and I'm uh, hosting or co-hosting a new iHeart podcast that's a companion to the Hulu show Little Fires Everywhere hey. that Whoa. just dropped early last night uh or uh, dropped early it dropped early now there's three episodes available and i'm uh co-hosting the like behind the scenes podcast so if you're looking for some content there it is
0: there you go (laughs) bingeable streamable podcastable
3: with jamie now (laughs) my Uh, prayer i say before bed
0: (laughs) 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 is there a tweet you've been enjoying
3: Oh boy, what tweets haven't I been enjoying? Besides most of the <laughs> the, the Jared Leto tweet, still really does stick with me. Uh, yeah, there's been Getting a lot, lot of
1: mileage out of that one. i
3: have gonna. There's been a lot of good quote tweet responses that I have not faved any of, so I cannot share them. Uh, I'm gonna share a Dana Dolly tweet. Uh, she's she's simply the queen of, tw- queen of Twitter, not the tween of Twitter. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's a video tweet so i'm just gonna have to describe it but at dana Donnelly, uh she says there are so few roles for people like me short not white but i was lucky enough to be asked to audition for a fully live action harry potter remakes as as dobby the house elf and it's just <laughs> <laughs> and it's just the video of harry potter walking in and yelling at dobby and then just shots of D- dana <laughs> Responding, <laughs> it <just laughs> it's really she's like hi harry potter <laughs> it's, she's not doing a voice she's just using her voice she's so funny so at That's dana so donley dobby content
0: <laughs> dan dana dobby uh dana, miles dana where dobby. can people
3: where can
1: people find you find me on twitter instagram playstation network at miles of gray Uh, some tweets that I like, uh, are probably, uh, one is from, uh, the Zeitgang, uh, account or member, uh, at grand underscore video, grand rapidians play video games, made a funny, just a meme of what we were talking about yesterday. It's a photo of RuPaul when it says, when you see the ROI on fracking, (laughs) you will be gagging, honey. (laughs) Uh, just yeah, just connecting the dots there from the last show, and another one is from uh, Zig over there, uh former yay. producer over at Earwolf, uh, Ooh, at Yay you. for Zig, who's now writing on the She Hulk show, I believe. Yeah, he um, is. he he tweeted uh, last night it said, just it says, uh, with an asterisk driving around empty LA streets at 10 p.m. for 15 minutes, I am Jake Chillenhall in
2: Nightcrawler. <laughs> <laughs> Uh oh, I
0: love it. Uh, uh, Brody Gupta tweeted, want to feel old? This morning was today.
2: <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> Sick of Wolves tweeted, I hate being quarantined, stuck in one stupid building all the time. I would rather go between the same two or three buildings repeatedly doing the same activities in an almost identical order. Now that's living. <laughs> 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 and Bo and Yang, uh, fellow... Network E label Las mate. Culturistas, Label, label mate. mate. Label mate <laughs> Bowen Yang, uh, whose podcast Las Culturistas uh is back and now on our uh podcast network. Uh tweeted, isn't it weird how you drive down a parkway and you cry in your living room? <laughs> <laughs> uh and you can find me on Twitter Jack underscore O'Brien You can find us on Twitter At Daily Zeitgeist We're at The Daily Zeitgeist On Instagram We have a Facebook fan page And a website Daily Where we post our episodes And our footnotes, footnotes. Where we link Notes. off To the information That we talked about My Today's episode As well as the song <laughs> yeah. We ride out on uh, Can we get that My headphones fell off As a drop Dan just- <laughs> My headphones fell off <laughs> uh, Miles what song Are we going to ride out on
1: uh, we are gonna go out on a track by Earth Gang. Uh, if you're not up on Earth Gang yet, I and you're an Outcast fan, I highly recommend Ooh. you get into Earth Gang. Ooh. They are also from uh, the south side of Atlanta, uh, where Outcast and Future hail from. They are just a great mixture of rapping, R and B, hip hop, very forward thinking. Um, this song is called Up. Their energy is fantastic. I think, especially for something right now, if you want to fully buy into the Earth Gang uh, movement, you uh, check out. There's there's a there's a really cool channel on YouTube called Color Show, and what they do is they take a lot of artists and basically put them in these like really simple backdrops, like an entire sort of three walled studio and paint it one solid color but a really nice pastel or bright color or whatever and they just have artists in front of a single microphone Performing a song live, and you, there's stuff from like Schoolboy Q. There's stuff from Earth Gang, like all kinds of artists um, from many genres. But check out the Color Show version of Up by Earth Gang if you really want some visuals to go along with this. But yeah, for the write-out, let's just listen to Earth Gang. Up, stay up, stay positive, get your vibrations up, and don't check the news all day, please. Woo! Uh, all
0: right, that sounds amazing. I am. The reason I was late on responding is I am on Apple Music trying to find Earth Game. Uh, but The Daily Zeitgeist is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. That's going to do it for this morning. We will be back this afternoon to tell you what's trending and back tomorrow with another podcast. We'll talk to you then. Bye.
2: All your dreams and nightmares come true
3: I've got all that I want, now I've got you Now get back on your feet like giraffe and look in a kangaroo Can't come through these palms, unless you cool, let you know the who's who You're in my world now, I make the rules I say who lives, I say who die. I push the
2: button, I save the kids, delete your crew Call me John Q, call me Olu Bitches have a Sex and in the sky Make whoopee, make way For the motherfucking guy